Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode of Fat Mascara is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. Plus, it can help you develop coping skills that make your life easier. I will give you an example. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you've probably heard me say it to Jess or to a guest, reframe. Well, I learned that technique from a therapist. Here's an example. Now that I'm a freelance writer and podcaster, I get lonely working from home and I feel like I'm never gonna get to collaborate on projects again. And that's the truth. Reframe, I get to choose which projects I work on. So I'm in control of what I work on. And if I want to collaborate more with others, I don't have to ask anyone's permission. I can just do it. See what I did there? That's reframing. If you've been thinking about starting therapy or are looking for someone to help you process things and give you coping skills, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mascara today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash mascara. Again, betterhelp.com slash mascara. Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less, they're $39.90. But the quality is excellent and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. Get ready for a style sculpting, super volumizing, fear inspiring episode of Fat Mascara. Jen, I'm so excited. Me too. Hi, everybody. Um, We have a lot going on this week. We're going to start out with, it's like our version of Soap Opera Digest, but it's beauty news. 
And then um, the studio is becoming a hot box. We're doing cannabis beauty products. We're going to learn all about them. And we'll end up with the new breathable nail polish. Do we actually need it? You tell me. We'll, we'll learn see. about that soon. And we have a major mega guest here in the studio today. Freaking hair god Orlando Pita is with us. Woo-hoo. We bow down. Okay. Whoa, guys, I think we got to talk about, like, the pink and tattooed elephant in the room here. (laughs) Kat Von D, you know, I have some bias. I love her. And Jeffree Star, don't know him personally, are in a feud. I know. I feel like mom and dad are fighting. (laughs) (laughs) The main beef is that she, Kat, accused Jeffree Star, who, you know, is this really you know, kind of androgynous makeup art, makeup artist. He also has his own line. I mean, he's really like kind of a rock star of the beauty world. Uh, she accused him of not paying this artist BJ Betts for a logo that he did for Jeffree Star. Right, and she had introduced the two of them. Mm-hmm. That, and also, Jeffree and Kat are friends. Jeffree gets tattoo for, tattoos from Kat. Um, both of, they have color products that are made at the same lab mm-hmm. that actually worked its way into this little discussion because I guess Kat was taking credit for introducing him to the color lab that he uses now. Right. Um, but she called him out on in front of everybody for not getting this guy paid. There were some drug references in there. I know she's clean, and I don't know that he is. So I, that she talked about that as well. She also like, you know, it was a, a kind of a, a, a character attack for where he is now. She said, you know, I don't know this person anymore. He goes on Instagram. She's like, I don't even follow him. He is like promoting a lifestyle that's all about luxury and like, look what handbag I'm carrying and like my my possessions are my things. And she was very. Um, you know, like, that's not how I live my life. Just sort of like, you know, where where did my friend go? But do you, but if you were, if you and I got in a big fight, yeah. I wouldn't go on social media and, like, list out everything that you did wrong. Uh, girl, I hope not. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I took away from it that beauty has become such a huge yeah. industry that the personalities themselves and all the gossip that go along with it is becoming news just like it would in the, be- in the music industry or something. And people, listen, I was in my bathroom in my towel at 12.15 at night watching the entire Jeffree Star retort like, <gasps> no, oh, no, he didn't. Yeah, yeah. It was, I was so intrigued and it felt like, you know, I was like, oh man, maybe Jeffree's right. And then I went back to Kat. No, I'm like, Kat, I'm with you. you know, like, it was such so a- So have you taken a side? You know, I we had Kat here in the studio. I fell in love with her. I've been in a, a dispute with a friend over something once. I know how painful that is, you know, over like work mm-hmm. stuff. It's tough there, but at the same time, it's there's two sides to every story. You never know what goes on in a relationship or a breakdown relationship. Right. I'm not going to say who did what, but I just hope they work it out. It's sad to me. I just I looked at it. I felt it was sad. It got very reality television yeah. too, which brings me to some other news. Hmm, what Speaking you got, of gossip, um, did you see the news that Kim Kardashian is uh, doing a casting call for a beauty blogger to be? the beauty director of her apps. 
I, I heard something, some rumblings about this. Um, because I'm applying, that's why you heard? No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Um, I thought this was really interesting. So I'm pretty sure it's just a casting call for another reality show that she's executive producing, but she's looking for beauty bloggers to send their videos because she wants to cast someone or cast several people in a reality show, which is going to, I feel like it's going to be a beauty blogger competition is what it seemed like to me. Well, I love like on RuPaul's Drag Race, like watching like, all the makeup. So I feel like the best part of that show is just going to be like a whole new show, like looking at all the makeup. I would watch that show yeah. if it's all these people, like the Jeffree Stars versus, you know. Oh, the personality. Pat- Patrick Star, Star versus Star. Oh. <laughs> that would be a good episode. Um, but the winner is going to be, this is the best part, the winner is going to be the beauty director of Kardashian apps. What do you think that entails? I mean, discovering maybe what the new strobing is, <laughs> like What's going to be the new, like, contour with the K? What new K franchise can they come up with? Maybe maybe we should apply. When I was younger and I looked at magazines, I thought that, you know, the people who did the beauty pages, I didn't necessarily think that they were doing the makeup, but I thought you had to be well-versed in makeup, too. And I think that a lot of people still think that might, you know, being great at makeup means they might actually have authority over the pages in magazines. But, yeah, but these aren't even pages. It's like the, the apps. Well, that's, that's why what I was people like, are looking at now. It's true. You're you know? right. This is where all the beauty content is coming from. So if, if you're great at makeup, you know, maybe you're, you were, didn't have a chance to be the beauty director at Vogue if just being great at makeup. But being great at makeup, you create all different cool looks that people want to look at. This might be your avenue. You know, this is what people are looking at now. You know what I'm going to do instead? What? I'm going to start a company like It Cosmetics and sell it to L'Oreal. Oh, I was in so much like, I was just like... How much? I, it, I cosmetics, which we've talked about on the podcast, they do the CC Plus Foundation. We raised a wand mm-hmm. to Jamie Kern Lima mm-hmm. what is the founder. She used to be a news anchor. Then she started the beauty company. Um, it's grown hugely in four years, I think it's been around. It's, it's, it's really such a young company that it is shocking. And L'Oreal just bought it for, I believe, $1.2 billion. 1.2 Bs. Oh. 1.2 Bs. Why can't we start it, Cosmetics? Seriously? It's, okay, ready? We love you, listeners, but forget you. I'm going to get my $1.2 billion and be out of here. Co-founded in 2008. What were you doing in 2008? I wasn't working on a makeup brand. I was getting fired from Cosmo Girl, rest <laughs> in peace, when the magazine folded. <laughs> Should have started a makeup brand. I'd be a billionaire by now. Why do you think it's so popular? Why do people love it so much? As for the same reasons I talked about uh, the foundation, because it isn't just makeup, it also has all these skincare benefits, and you kind of like her. She's on QVC, and you feel like you can relate. It's all about that relatability, isn't it? Yes, she has a good story. She's got a great story. Consider yourself caught up on all the beauty gossip. All right, Jen. Yes. Um, yes, Jessica, my dear. We're both slathering on our new Marley Natural products, but yo, nothing's happening. I don't feel it. <laughs> oh, because it's not it's not kicking in. It's cannabis seed based beauty products. This is this is such a fun new line. And the reason um, we both were talking about it is weirdly, we had a desk side with the company one after the other. I don't know if you guys know. We work in the same building. And oftentimes, beauty companies come to us to pitch their products. And so many times it's happened that they came to me, and then they're like, okay, we're going upstairs to see Jessica next. And de- a death side. Oh, yeah, they were there for like, What is a death side? 
it's they don't actually like come and like pull up a chair next to your desk. They just sit on the couch and you go meet with them. Or if you're lucky, you can grab a conference room. I just never FYI. get a con- I never get a conference room. I Probably should have conference room. It would have been good to have one for this desk side because in addition to cannabis-based beauty products that we'll talk about, they do actually have branded Marley Naturals weed and smoking accessories. There was a teen tour when I was having my desk side, so that was hilarious. Oh, and there were like water pipes yeah. out and yep. everything. I yeah. love it. It was like out of a comedy show. Anyway, so a back little to context. Marley Naturals. Yes, a little context. So Marley Naturals is from the Marley family that you know in Jamaica of Bob Marley fame, obviously. Um, and the family has they they started a weed company where they're branding and stabilizing weed in states where it's legal. You know, Washington, California, Colorado, etc. But since they're also so familiar with the cannabis plant, they've started to use it in beauty products. But do you want to explain, really, they're really, why aren't we getting high? What's happening here? Because there's not enough of the stuff to have like a transdermal reaction. Yeah, the psychoactive. The THC isn't strong. It's not potent enough. Basically, here's the difference. Both hemp seed oil and cannabis sativa are the same plant. But if the cannabis sativa has less than 0.03% of the THC, which is the psychoactive, then it can be marketed as like skincare and called hemp not marijuana, and it's legal everywhere if it has less than 0.03%. So cannabis sativa and cannabis sativa that is used for cosmetics are the same thing. It's just called hemp when it doesn't have a lot of THC in the strain. And hemp is highly moisturizing, so really it's like... It's like an it's like an argan oil. Like there's nothing you know dangerous about no, it. No, high in linoleic acid, a bunch of other essential fatty acids. You know how everybody always is like jojoba. It's just like your skin and it sinks right in. Mm-hmm. From what I understand, cannabis sativa oil is even better. Like it's exactly mimicking your hair and skin, and and you're just rubbing your hands together like a little like. It's just, nice, I, right? I, just, I mean, I just feel relaxed. Do you remember when the body shop had all that hemp stuff? They still, they still do have they some still, hemp they products. They do, right? But bottom line is, if you see products that either say they have cannabis sativa oil or hemp seed oil, which is basically the same thing, they're not going to get you high. It don't, doesn't have enough THC. Don't think you're going to like Netflix and chill with your <laughs> hemp mask, Okay. <laughs> Well, it's it's you're going to be gravely disappointed. I thought that was so, that's something else completely. But yes, you are correct. Um, what's your favorite product from this line? I'm like really digging this hemp seed body salve. Oh, but they are body salve. But they also have a candle that wow, like it really smells like a college dorm. Wait, it, it smells like weed. Hey, you didn't burn it. I didn't Whoa. burn it yet. How's no. the throw, Jess? How's the throw? The throw is massive. It's no nest candle, but it's really massive. Cool. So it's really, it's it's powerful. Jess, you must have heard the news about Orly's new launch of breathable nail polish. I did see them at the office. Yes, and it just came out, and everybody's been talking about it online. And at first, I was like, hmm, this is amazing. Of course I need breathable nail polish. So what does breathable actually mean? <laughs> I'm not really totally sure, and I really looked at the formula, too. I'm, I think, like, basically you wouldn't patch a raft with it. <laughs> like, that when you lay down the lacquer, like, air and moisture can still permeate the film that you're creating. Okay. What were your thoughts? Well, I remember, you remember G. Beck, right? She owned Rescue. She founded Rescue Beauty Lounge. Yes. Which unfortunately has closed. Rest in peace. 
She always told me that she gave her nails a naked day. Right. And because she said they needed to breathe. And I'm thinking if she owns a nail polish, a nail salon, and she wants to sell nail polish, but she's saying nails need a naked day, nails need a naked day. I've heard that from other manicurists I've interviewed, too. They're like, oh, you know, every couple months you should take off your toenail polish or your nail polish so that so that your nails can, quote, unquote, breathe. But then, like, the person in me that has, like, science classes under her belt was like, nails don't breathe. You get oxygen from red blood cells, which come from underneath. It's not like they're sucking oxygen oxygen from the air like your lungs. So what's the verdict? Well, so I've been trying the nail polish. I have it on. Do you okay. see? It's really pretty. Um, it's and like a, a lilac color, listeners. Yes, it's a lilac color. I'll tell you about the wearability in a second. But I, I asked a, a derm friend of mine, Dr. Joshua Zeichner, do nails need to breathe? And he was saying, as far as he knows, you get all that nutrients and hydration and blood oxygen that you need from underneath. The thing that is bad, I know, don't think about it too hard. (laughs) The thing that's bad, though, about putting a lacquer over your your nails is that it could stain them, obviously, if it's a certain color. And maybe they would dry out either because you're using a remover to get rid of them with acetone or the chemicals in the lacquer itself would dry out the nails. And because water's not getting through, like it would with halal nail polish. Right. See episode one or two, can't remember. Um, That could be bad for your nails. But do you need it? I don't know. I think just don't wear nail polish all the time. Well, the other good thing about this, I will tell you, I think it's like $8. It's base coat, color, and top coat in one. So I really did like that part of it. And the brush is nice and thick. So like, you know, it Ooh, lays... and the handle's nice and chubby and rubber. It, and it has that rubber chubby handle. Yeah. yeah. Um, it lays down the color really smoothly, like a big wide brush on my big wide nail beds. So I like that. <laughs> and I've had this on for, uh, it's been three days. And the coolest thing for me is, I think it has more flex than, a, than other nail polishes since it has chipped at the tip it only chipped in one spot and look 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 it's like right in the middle of the nail not at the tip isn't that weird i actually think that's the sign of a high quality polish i would agree so i like it whether or not it's breathable and whether or not you need that i think it's pretty good stuff okay did you swing at me (laughs) you just winked at me (laughs) it got sexy at the end We're here with Orlando Pita. I had this really dramatic build-up intro plan, but I'm just going to get to it. <laughs> Orlando, hi. I, hi. I have been following your career since I was in high school. I had all of your amazing looks from Vogue and W taped up on my wall. You just do incredible hair. And just for those who aren't familiar, he's worked with everyone from Steven Meisel to Mario Testino, created the looks that you know from Dior, Tom Ford, Oscar de la Renta. You really are the most influential hairdresser of the past you know, at least two decades. Thank you for being here at Fat Mascara of all places today. Thank you for having me. So, you are self-taught. What does that actually mean? Self-taught means that I hated every haircut I had as a child. So at 14, (laughs) I convinced my older brother, let me cut his hair, and then he could cut mine, and that it was going to be better than the hairdressers. And of course it wasn't, and he had all these horizontal steps, so I figured out that maybe if I hold my fingers vertically instead of horizontally, it could come out better, and my grandmother gave me a second shot, and hers came out better, and then each time after that, I would try to convince anybody to let me cut their hair. I, I once convinced a um, substitute teacher 
um, <laughs> to let me cut her hair after school. Were you better by that point? Yes, I was. Okay. I was. <laughs> <laughs> and how much did you charge her? Uh, I, I charge. I always charge five dollars. I refused. Oh, I refused to um, give it away for free. Um, it was the late seventies, so I couldn't charge more than that. But okay. um, and I was, didn't know what I was doing. But at, the end result was always cool because I always had an end result in my head, and I think that's what helps me to helped me to think I can get there, right? Without even knowing what I was doing. So. And how does being self-taught, how do you think that's informed your work? I think that uh, in hindsight, you can always look back and say that that was my grace, that I wasn't taught by anybody, and that I didn't come into it with fixed techniques, that I had to develop my own. But there were times when, um, when I got a, a shoot was called off because I didn't know how to do hot rollers that you wish you could just call a friend, a hairdresser, and say, can you teach me how to do hot rollers? And it was um, so disastrous. the shoot was called off. The, the shoot was that called act, off. Like, like they was, were like, all right, yeah, everyone yeah. clean up. We'll come back tomorrow <laughs> with someone else. Yes, it was with Carlene Surf at Vogue. And I forget the photographer's name. I think George Schultz. And she wanted hot rollers. And I said, oh, no, hot rollers are so passe. They're tacky. <laughs> you know, um, I don't even carry them in my kit. Of course, all the things you do as a hairdresser when you don't know how to do something, you, you kind of make, oh, no, I'm not into that, or, or I don't do <laughs> that's that. That's what's going and on on set when they don't want to do a look. always what's <gasps> going on, by the way. Oh, my, that they're just I bad mean, at it. I mean, because if you're there to collaborate with a team, yeah. why are you going to be so adamant about not doing something? Unless you can't Mo do it. In my case, I can say in my case, 100% of the time was because I didn't know how to do it. So somebody had hot rollers. And so, they so, so he had hot rollers. He goes, oh, I have hot rollers. And she says, great, we do hot rollers. <laughs> I'd love to see your face. So like, at about 1 o'clock, with, with, with blisters all over my hands, and the rollers were falling off, they, they called off the shoot. Oh. Um, luckily, Grace Mirabella was the editor-in-chief, and Anna Winter soon came in, and I was taken off the blacklist because I was blacklisted after that. But Anna didn't know. As you know. can imagine, Anna didn't know, so... <laughs> she knows now. I got another <laughs> I'm sure <life>. she's listening. <laughs> I don't think it matters anymore. Yeah. We'll send her a tape. Okay. <laughs> um, so, okay, you have this reputation in the industry, and something that I have observed is that you're very no-nonsense. Like, you ha always have, you know, your head down, working on set. You're not someone who's, like, Snapchatting with celebs or, like, shilling with, like, a new product every month. <laughs> um... Do you agree with this assessment? And if so, what's behind this attitude? It's something that I think comes from being self-taught, that I always felt less than my peers. So starting in 1984, we didn't have Snapchat, we didn't have social <laughs> media, we didn't have any of that stuff. So, and the photographer that I started with, he wanted three changes for every photograph. So I had to be on set thinking, how am I going to change this hair two more times in this mm -hmm. shot? Um, it was tough, but I didn't know any other way. And it taught me later on that if somebody said, oh, I really don't like that too much, all right, don't worry, I'll give you something else. Um, instead of you know, being like a lot of hairdressers are like, no, I like that, and that's what you know, is right for this. And I always think there's something else I can do if somebody doesn't like it. So um, you do the work. I, I do the work, and I, and I like to work with people that also do the work. So when I'm backstage with journalists, if they ask me silly questions or questions that don't pertain to what we're there for, I, I, I point it out. 
That's I, a beautiful segue to uh, the yeah, next I've question. never gotten called out. Have you ever gotten called I out? I never before? got called out because... You might have been there when others, oh, I've others been, that were. Has happened. That has I've happened. been there, and I just, like, literally, I put my phone away, I put my pen away, and I just watched the sparks fly. And I just watched the sparks fly. So here's the thing. Anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about here, there every Fashion Week, the invites come around, the assignments go around. Whoever gets that 9 a.m. Carolina or Michael, they're nervous. Because Orlando's yep. back. They're nervous because you like strike fear in the hearts of some beauty editors. Why, why is that? I'll let you pick up on what you're saying. I think that I'm really trying to manage so many things backstage. I'm not the kind of hairdresser that allows... Uh Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less, they're $39.90. But the quality is excellent and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be honey love. Here's why. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey Love's superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good. Whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence, Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love.
Okay, everyone, I am one of those people who, when it comes to wellness, sorry, but it's got to fit into the pockets of my day. Five minutes here, seven minutes there. When I'm like in the kitchen and I'm microwaving something long, it's got to be convenient. And that is why Aloe Moves works for me. My mindset has changed. The app makes it easy for me to keep my wellness routine on track because they have everything in one place and bite-sized little bits. Yoga, Pilates, fitness classes, mindfulness, self-care tips, healthy recipes, so much more. From beginner to advanced, Aloe Moves has the flow or class that's going to fit into your schedule. Their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending on what you're feeling that day. You know what feeling I'm feeling most days? I'm feeling 10 minutes. I've been doing that's good. Joanna Thompson's. Right? That's about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. 10 minutes. Joanna Thompson does these yoga lattes in 10. One day will be abs. One day will be arms. Today, Jess, is booty day. And we're just <laughs> going to get it done all in 10 minutes. If you're trying to get a good sweat, then you've got to try their award-winning workouts like the sweat-inducing yoga flows or the reformer Pilates workouts without weights. You can also find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, learn to do dry brushing. How many times have we talked about dry brushing on this podcast? Aloe Moves will teach you how to do it. Unlock your personal wellness routine with Aloe Moves. Go to alomoves.com now and use the code MASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. Um, there's a head of a team that then takes care of all the assistants. No, I'm the head of the team. I do the demonstration. I do the hair. I try to do as many girls as I can so as many girls can look the way I want them to look yeah. as I can. So when journalists come in and they want a story, I'm not going to stop to tell them my story. So if they're just standing around me and they're not saying anything, all of a sudden I keep working. And finally I say, you know, if you guys don't ask a question, I'm not going to stand here and start answering questions for That's you. That's their job as a so journalist their job to ask to, a question. You chase the story, right? I mean, you have to go after the story. And if they're just going to stand there, then I just let them stand there. And, and I'll keep working. And, and I keep working and then another girl comes. We could do this all night, and baby. And then finally, they, can we ask you a question? It's like, isn't that why you're here? <laughs> and and I don't, I don't want to belittle people and I don't want to make no. people feel dumb or anything. It's just that we're all there to do our jobs and we have to do it quickly yeah. and efficiently because we won't be invited back. Right. And that's what I'm always thinking about. It, because it's, you're not as good as your last show. Um, for me, you're as good as your next job. Because if you don't get called again, then mm. it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. Okay, note to baby beauty editors everywhere. <laughs> Ask a question or get out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> and, and have interesting questions and good questions and not just about, you know, what, 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 you know, what are women going to wear next season? Well, hopefully not all women are going to wear the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't want to answer oh, that question. Crap. we got to cross that question out, Jess. <laughs> I mean, on that, the, you're saying, you know, you have to, they have to come up with interesting questions. You have to come up with things to say. You mentioned that, you know, you've been, you've been doing this for a while. And when you started, you were one of the first people who were on camera giving these interviews. Can you expand upon that? Because now you, you, you didn't used to make, you had to create these crazy stories. Like, she fell into the woods. It's Kate Moss, like, <laughs> at her first, Wooden you know, yeah. rock concert before she met Pete Doherty. You know, like, it's <laughs> right. so specific now. 
You know, you didn't th- have to do no, that. This was really, this was really serious and informative. It was a show called Style on CNN with Elsa Clench, mm-hmm. and um, I was doing the Gautier show and Carla uh, Chanel show with Carl Lagerfeld, and they both loved the press. So uh, Gautier said to me, by the way, Elsa Clench is coming backstage. You're going to have to talk to her about the hair. And I'm like, are, are you kidding me? This is your show. Um, you, you know, you talk about the hair. I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to talk to her. <laughs> Why does she want to talk to me? So, of course, he, you know, t- totally ignored me. And um, when she k- was walking with him throughout the backstage, all of a sudden he comes up. He goes, this is Rolando Pita. And he's going to explain to you about the hair today. And I was... So bad. I was um, so we're doing hair um, inspired by um, Jewish culture and um, and every other word was um and I sounded I thought so stupid. Not that I thought. I know I sounded stupid. <laughs> Wait, that was. Are you? I'm trying to think of what show you're thinking about. That's is 93, this? I is think, this the like rabbi? Look? Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Wait. That, can you tell that, people who might collection. not? That was sort of a famous hair look. What? That now was, I want the story. <laughs> that was. That was. Um, I did um, I did three cornrows, one on each side, that then ended um, by the ear, and then I did a pace, ended it with a pace, and then I did one down the center in the back. So I took the Jewish hairstyles and then adapted them for women and for a fashion show. Um, and in France, it was very well received. In America, it was awful. Um, the Jewish community here in Brooklyn was... We actually did stories for French Vogue out in Brooklyn, and we had to leave because... They, they they thought they, you were ma- they thought so we were making fun of that we were dressing women like their men and that we were making fun of their culture. It's so funny this conversation has continued. When and Gautier continued was on, celebrating yeah. how was beautiful, and even, finding even I still even I still um, there's a Hasidim community in my uh, upstate where I have a house, and when I see the way they dress, I just think, my God, I love that look. Yeah. <laughs> I sport that look, but all the but volume. You can. <laughs> you can. I mean, I, my my husband's Jewish, and we once went to a Halloween party, and I, I we last minute glued extensions on, <laughs> and paces, yeah, and yeah. we had two yarmulkes, and we hung strings from our black jackets, and, and they wouldn't let us into Lot 61. It was a Kirsty Hume, Heidi Klum. Halloween because they thought it was they, offensive. You, you're not, yeah, you're not allowed in here. This is this is a Halloween party, and this, this is our disguise. Oh. And it's like, no, you can't come in here. And they wouldn't let us. It's in. gotten so crazy. It so, has. It's because even if you look at other cultures, and I'm celebrating, you, and I love it. Yeah. How can Tory Burch do like an African motif every other season? Exactly, and like, Bantu knots and yeah. call them Bjork knots when they're really from oh, like yeah. West Africa. It happens again and again. Why? Maybe it's because there's more of a of a commercial objective to creating those fabrics and selling them to people to make clothes from where the Jewish culture is more insular. It wants mm. to keep everything within mm. That's a good its point community. Well. I, I don't know. I mean, I would, I say to my husband all the time, please, let's go to those um, Jewish stores in, in Brooklyn and let's get, you know, gorgeous cashmere coats and mm-hmm. we'll get them fitted for <laughs> us. I'm not sure they're going to like want to sell to you. Yeah. They're like, it's not a costume. <laughs> They do have nice no. fur hats, though, it's don't not for they? Fashion. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that was sort of an iconic show. I re- I remember that. It was. It was my. F- it, it was the show that changed my career. Well, I don't remember. It I was remember the job pictures that changed of it. my career. Yeah. Was it really? Yes, so it was. Were you getting more bookings afterwards, or people looked at you in a different um, way? Well, after that, I started getting. Well, I got the Chanel show, and then I I got Tom Ford with Gucci and Versace and Prada and. Um, 
and the Galliano. But well, Galliano, I did I did his first three years in London mm-hmm. when he came out of St. Martin's, and then when he was at Dior, I went back to work with him. So I knew him from the beginning. These are the shows that people still reference today. That's what I mean. Like you've done these shows that are you immediately like you know you said the uh, you know the Rabbi well, Sheik collection. You girls know it, but uh, well, I, <laughs> he has a point. But to be yes, but at the same time, but it's I think, great that you're talking about it because otherwise nobody would. So many that. designers now are still being like, oh, you know, they kind of fetishize the you know late '90s or early '90s rather as you know, like the height of fashion, the supermodel moment, and they're still kind of cherry-picking from that period. Um, you know, you talk about Rabbi Chic, Galliano, uh, you worked with Madonna during, like, Bedtime Story era and um, Ray of Light era. You've done all of these really... Uh, Tom Ford when he was with Gucci, these you immediately, you think about it, you don't even see a picture, you know what it is. It's such theatrical or just at least, like, iconic hair. You don't see that now. So can you tell me like why you think that is and what your feelings are about that? I think now there's a lot more, uh, fashion's a lot more serious. It's a really big business. A lot of fashion houses are owned by investment groups or, um, or financial groups. And, and it's really important that they turn in the dollars. And so I think that making fashion more accessible through having hair and makeup that's more accessible or styling that's more accessible and especially now that people can buy online uh, certain outfits from a show you don't want to have concept hair and makeup and women don't actually see themselves in that look Mm. so where it serves the public better i think it actually maybe hinders a little bit of creativity but I think in the end, more people look better on the street. So I don't know. You have to, you have to, mm-hmm. you know, give and take. I, I know you recently started your product line. When it came out, I said, "Wait, Orlando ha- Pita has the product line. Like, how long has it been out? What did I miss? Because it was such huge news for people who love your hair and love the fashion world. So was that part of the reason you started the line, or did someone approach you? What what got you into this? Well, again, like being self-taught, I didn't know how to use product. So I was always taking a little bit of this product and a little bit of that one. And maybe I want to control frizz, so let me, they didn't have silicones back then. So I used to take a little bit of Nivea cream, and I would use the oddest things. And, um, and I would always make concoctions in my hands. So I was always like being a chemist. Mm-hmm. And when I opened my salon, I realized there's not really a product line that I love out there, all of it. And um, I always have to keep mixing and mixing. So I thought I want to I want to do a product line and I want to do something that's different. And I always envisioned uh, that my product line would be like Jerry Seinfeld's show, that it's about nothing, but it uh, but it's about everything. So my product line, my products feel like nothing's in your hair, but they do everything they need to do. I mean, who doesn't need more of that in the world? <laughs> Who's your favorite character on Seinfeld? Oh my God, there's so many. <laughs> but but once I, I was on I was on vacation with. Um, it was right before a video that I was doing with Madonna, and one of her friends was a writer for. Um, for the Seinfeld show, and she was she was there with her, and my 
best friend was there with me named Marcelino, and Marcelino ended up being a character on the show. Stop it. Do you know that character, I Marcelino? I think I do. <laughs> I, my boyfriend knows everything about Seinfeld. So does mine. It's like, and now I'm like, well, he's probably shooting the talk. Yeah, I couldn't yeah, believe yeah. it the season after that Marcelino I want to text him now. Oh my, it's like eerie. He knows everything. I'm like, is it the soup guy? Is it the shirt guy? <laughs> no, they were all Marcelino? good. They were all good. Marcelino. <laughs> okay, so that was... So that was actually your friend. That's mm -hmm. so funny. That's really funny. Still is. He's my best friend from high oh, school. Oh, hi, Marcelino. Oh. <laughs> um, so, so you're the Seinfeld of hair products now. Great. Um, but that said, there must be some products in there that you're especially proud of. Like, are some of them just Nivea mixed with stuff? No, <laughs> no, not at all. That, that's, that's what I was doing in the beginning. In that, the beginning, that's, yeah. that's what I think We've led me. We've come a long way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what led me to, to create my own. Um, no, I, I have um, I have products that are geared towards giving hair volume because I feel like that's the problem that I hear the most. And really? my poor mom um, has probably the least hair that I've seen on anybody. And so I wanted to make something for her, too. Um, and so they're, they're, the, the shampoo starts to give you volume. The conditioner gives you volume because... I have curly hair, and I style my hair really in the shower. Mm -hmm. My styling starts. So all the products support, like, layering and giving you more and more volume without there being buildup. They last more than um, one day, your hairstyle, because I'm not a big proponent on washing your hair every day. Mm -hmm. At least every other day, that's already 50% less. And so the, the products make your hairstyle last two to three days. What does your mom say? So, does she like My mom adores them, yes. And, and the Body Breakthrough, which is the big hero product that's great for her, you can use it on wet or dry hair because I get women from the shampoo bowl in the salon that have wet hair and then at work I get models with dry hair and oh, I'm yeah. not going to wet their hair down and then... Um, body Breakthrough is um, Body the... Breakthrough is the thickening spray. Okay. Um, and you can just spray it on your hair and go right into your curling iron or you can spray it on wet hair and blow dry it in. It's uh, it's a really great product. Or you can just spray it in and put your hot rollers in if you know how to use them now. <laughs> Which we're hoping you do <laughs> Which by I now. I do by now. I'm dying to come out with a set of hot rollers that work for today's I, you styles. You know what? There haven't been. Because they're, they're so easy hot, to use. Hot rollers? Yeah, like the last I don't time know how to use I them. had hot rollers in high school. What can just your average girl do to just have beautiful, like high quality hair? Well I, well, I think your products are really important and your styling tools, mm -hmm. but really most important is what you put in your body. And Whoa, your, did not expect you, that. What you eat. <laughs> you're, uh, talking, you're talking to the wrong woman. <laughs> if you smoke, if you I drink, don't smoke. if you, you know, all, all those things affect <laughs> your, um, your skin, your nails, your hair, your stress does, um, the right sleep, mm -hmm. but, um, but luckily with products we can, <laughs> you know, um, help that situation a little bit, but, um, Any advice for those just breaking into the beauty industry? Wow. Um, it's a lot of hard work. It's not just a talent of knowing how to do hair. You have to know how to be a people person. You have to be a collaborator. You have to know when to shine, when to pull back. You're always doing your job for somebody else. You're never doing it for yourself. You're doing it for a photographer, for a magazine, for a celebrity, for a designer. For And this is where we can sometimes get caught up and not realize that this is not a hair show. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> We've talked about this on other podcasts. It's really funny. Really, and being a, collabor a collaborator yeah. is really important. And sometimes 
a lot of people do all the hard work, but they have something else that's missing. And, you know, um, and just always know that you don't deserve anything and that you have to work for everything you get. Just because I've had 33 years in the fashion business doesn't mean I deserve to have a successful product line. No, I have to make the product good. I have to make it smell beautiful. I have to do beautiful packaging. I have to make it work. I have to then promote it. I, you know, I don't deserve any of it. Let's say there's a hairdresser that has more social media followers than I do. You know, that, that gets into play now. Gets you know? into play with what? Getting bookings for yes. fashion shows? Yes. Really? I mean, when I when I see, I even mean, if I you're mean, more talented, I mean, I don't know, I don't know if it gets to my level yet, but it will because I see the girls when I see the list of castings, and they'll say the Twitter followers, the the Instagram followers. Really? I, I don't know if I should be saying no, all this say inside it. information. No, but no, you're but not it's saying this client does but this. But it's important because. You know, everybody out there that gets into the industry has to know that this is part of it. And I was saying it to, because I got on Instagram early on, and I was saying to people, you know, you're going to lose jobs to all these youngins because they have all these followers, and you have all this talent, and nobody's going to know about it. And you just are rejecting this new thing that's happening, which is like the railroad or TV or yeah. radio. I mean, it's that big what's happened um, in our lifetime with, with the internet and, and social media. And, and a lot of people in my generation were very slow to jump on the bandwagon. Can you show us what's in your bag? I have, let's say, a multivitamin, my toothbrush. I love when people take out uh, their stuff. Gotta have Imodium. <laughs> Arnica, Arnica pellets, Nuxvamica. Jen likes Arnica. The little sugar pellets with Arnica. I yeah, do. That. It's great. Do those dissolve on your... Yeah, they dissolve under your tongue. Um, mm -hmm. uh, these great Japanese eye drops, they're like bleach. Um, <laughs> Everybody's eye drops are from Japan. <laughs> Dr. Toothpick. Uh, dental floss. I have a, a medicated hive cream, Tylenol cold and flu day. Time. So it's a. This is like salon, a magic pharmacy bag. Pause. Also, if you could see this My bag. My Terry um, concealer. Uh, <laughs> The well, back is like three inches big, and, and things just keep coming out of it. I'm it very impressed. My hair kit is the same way. I'm it's like compact. anal about everything yeah. that it's packed. My little go-to Nivea, <laughs> the tiniest Nivea ever. Um, my Advil. I cannot believe stuff is still coming out of the bag. <laughs> Band-aids for all kinds of cuts. Okay, so if I get hurt backstage this uh, fashion week coming up, I'm Come just going to I'm gonna go find Come Orlando. Editors, if you're not afraid and you have an ailment, rose ask Orlando. Water, if you need just a little spritz of rose water. Um, I have, um, I got a sty once. So I, I was like, I recognize medicine. that eye drop. I have very oh, sensitive do? eyes. I'm like, I know those okay, a mile so. away. You've been so much fun. Thank you for yeah, telling us great. all your secrets and sharing your, your story. A lot of wisdom. Time to raise a wand. It's time to raise a wand. We're still working on the music. <laughs> we'll get there. Uh, okay, I'm gonna start. It's all about the Hourglass Cosmetics <gasps> Ambient Lighting Palette. I know what you have there. I know it well. Why? Do because you love I'm this? not satisfied with just one Ambient highlighter. This has three. You can't see, but we'll pop it on the website. It's got like this beautiful taupey color, kind of a cocoa color, and an amber color. And you can't, like, this is like 
highlighting for idiots. You just <laughs> run your brush across it. All three. I run, I run it on all three. Like, I just, I go crazy. <laughs> and then I just swirl it on my face, like sometimes without a mirror. <laughs> so aggressive. Aggressive, aggressive on the face. And you just never look crazy. You never look like, you know, super cheesy or flashy. And you just look soft, highlighted, beautiful, amazing. It's a highlighter that anyone can use. It is sleek and chic and also cruelty-free, which I love. And you look fab. Thank you. And really, it looks great on all skin tones. I have not met a human who doesn't love it. What's yours? Well, I actually would like to forfeit my raise of wand <gasps> and pass it over to producer Britt. We've had producer Vicky on testing lash enhancers, but Britt tells us she produces a bunch of podcasts. She's never been on the air. Now is the time. Oh what product do you raise a wand to Britt? All right. So there's one product that I think if I was ever on a desert island or if like I'm on vacation somewhere and I don't have, I freak out. And I feel like the second I see it starting to like get low, I immediately go and rebuy it. It's Josie Moran's... Um, Facial clay cleansing oil. Oh, wow. Yeah. Did I say Jay- Josie Moran right? Yeah. yeah so. the editor here. Okay. You put it on your skin actually when it's dry. So that like, which I mean, I don't know, do you do that with all face oils? I think it's best like when it's on dry. Okay, but so yes, it, it breaks it down the makeup and mm-hmm. dirt better. Yep. So it, it acts a little bit as like a makeup remover. Mm-hmm. And then you wash it off with water and it's like just the best thing in the whole world. And it's cheap. It's like, well... It's not it's not expensive because sometimes you can get into like really crazy. Yeah. Especially with those oils and that has argon oil. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I think it's thirty four dollars for like a large bottle which like lasts a while. Wow, so and that's really the killer. one you like the it's, best. I love it. I just I love it. I do not regret giving her my razor wand this week. We'll Good have one, Brad. I have you on more. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> we mentioned a lot of products and people and places and brands and things in this episode, so I just want to put it out there. If you want to find out where any of those things are, go to fatmascara.com. And you can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter and at fatmascara for both of those things. And you can also contact us directly by emailing us at info at fatmascara.com. So profesh. So profesh. Thanks for listening, guys. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
the secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com.